This is Wandering Swords, a Berserk multimedia podcast where we take a look at the Berserk series from its manga origins through its film incarnations, TV series, and maybe eventually one day the video games. We'll see. I'm Dave. And I'm Nick. And we'll be your hosts for this podcast. How's it going, Nick? How you been doing? Oh, it's going all right. It's going. You know, we're still we're trapped here in the hell world in the quarantine. But you know what? I've got Berserk um, to focus on. So I'm just going to think about that and not the uh, burning hellscape that is the world. So it's all it's yes. all good here, Dave. How about you? <laughs> it's, it's all it's all it's all it's all uh, relative, I guess. As long as someone somewhere is suffering more, even if they are a fictive character, <laughs> and it's probably probably better if they are a fictional uh, character rather than real people suffering, because that's never good. But uh, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's been a little while. Our schedule gets all cattywampus, but we're we're back at it. Maybe a day or two off from the regular, uh, which means which means something to the ten listeners out there who follow along with us diligently. No, there's there's more of you than that. But um, yet we're we're back. We're always here for you until this whole berserk <laughs> ordeal is over, whenever that may be. Later. Yeah, well, look. Summer. I mean, we start. <laughs> We started this podcast uh, before everything went to hell with uh, the coronavirus and everything. Um, but in a way, this podcast is going to be a, an interesting little time capsule. It'll be like, hey, remember the time that Nick and Dave recorded a long podcast about Berserk in the midst of the largest global pandemic in modern history? You know, and, and if you don't remember, it's right be here. Said for that. <laughs> it's preserved for your... <laughs> yeah your uh, audio pleasure uh so yeah we're continuing on with the manga version um there is a spin-off book which we will get around to there is also the animated 2016 uh seasons that we will take a look at eventually part two season two i don't know what we're doing anymore uh but where we are at right now <laughs> is volume 28 and volume 29 that's what we will be digging into uh this is a continuation of course of the falcon of the millennium empire arc the falconia chapter and the beach chapter or the beach volume because we're still at the beach while everyone heals up Mm-hmm. yeah every look every piece of fiction needs a beach episode and berserk is no exception so here we are we and we get a beach at night even it's even better um what what this is no one is dressed for the beach though i will say no one no one has beach clothes on i could just imagine that guts is getting all sorts of sand in his berserker armor right now and it's probably very uncomfortable on top of like you know all the knives penetrating his skin and whatnot Yes, all the, 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 it's just the sea air is getting into his wounds. <laughs> I'm sure it feels great. It's <laughs> yeah, it probably does. Um, what's nice is bo- both of these volumes, really, these are back to a little less action, a little more introspection, um, and some politicking. We haven't had that in a while, but uh, volume 29 digs back into yeah. the politics, and I was actually, I'm here for it. I was I was pleasantly surprised when that popped back up, even though I I started remembering it as it was occurring. 
Yeah, we haven't really seen any of that classic politics stuff since the Golden Age, really. Um, yeah, and I was I was happy to see it too because it's fun. And uh, yeah, I would I would describe these two volumes as kind of some I guess like table setting. You know, it, yeah, it, it feels it's very slowed, much it's like a transitional stretch of the story. A bit again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not quite as much in the way of action. It's we're being uh, introduced or in some cases reintroduced and further acquainted with quite a few characters, especially in the next volume. And that sort of ties into uh, all the sort of the politicking and power struggles that are going on right now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a little, it's fascinating and, uh, I'm interested to see where it's going to go because clearly this is setting us up for some sort of narrative, some sort of narrative thrust that I, that I can't see right now, but yeah, the, the, the pieces are we'll just you. kind of being set on the table again. Yeah. I- I'm here for it. And you know who else I'm here for? Our boy, the Skull Knight. He's back. Hmm. Yeah, he's, he's a little more. He's a little. <laughs> yeah, he's a little he more is. reserved uh, this time. He's not pontificating quite as much. Yeah, he's sort of more. Uh, <laughs> he d- he's a little more in his expositional mode right here. Um, we find out some some pretty relevant information, which is that the berserker armor that guts has taken to actually used to be worn by him perhaps back when he was known as king geiseric i don't know but uh, apparently this suit uh, used to belong to skull knight yes and he 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 kind of gives a warning an omen um to guts saying that each time he dons the armor or at, when he lets it take over him um he's going to lose a little bit more of himself lose his uh his hope his the light the warmth the human yeah. things his sense of taste his touch uh his 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 vivacity the color from his eyes all these things will fade um as we've noticed, he already has a sweet uh, shock of gray in his hair. Um, it's it's stressing his body. Yeah, he's got and the it's robe. Gonna stress, yes, and it's going to stress his uh, his soul a little bit too. It's plucking at all mm. of it, and that's that's yeah. On top it's a very um, the demon being like also in there with him too. I don't think they're taking all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's all. It's a very berserk notion. You know, the idea that by embracing this more, uh, this more bestial side of yourself, you know, you're sort of like sacrificing your humanity to gain just a little bit more power. Yeah, and um, we're getting a little bit of like hubris from Guts here, too. Uh, I'll just read this panel here because it's, it's, (laughs) it's good. Uh, We got is it's a big close-up his big lantern jaw and he's just thanks for the warning but that ain't gonna happen i'll never lose myself that way again next time i'll show you that i can handle things with temperance and guts my boy yeah that that lasts like not even a battle <laughs> not not even one fight uh will you maintain that attitude it's very cavalier <laughs> but it's wrong <laughs> yeah exactly um 
Yeah, and we also, right at the beginning here, we see another side of Guts. Um, because Shirk is experiencing a little bit of a, I don't know, a crisis of self. I guess you could say like she sort of laments feeling a little bit lost, a little bit without a purpose. And he Guts, um, in kind of a funny way, but also in a way that I kind of enjoyed and found a little heartwarming he uh he tells her you know you shouldn't overburden yourself and he places his hand atop her head in this sort of like pseudo fatherly way which which i enjoyed it's it's nice because the 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 sound effect on that panel is just poof it's just a a gentle like little (laughs) smushing of her hat um and, yeah. and the mm-hmm. the entire time um i i've always, I always forget her the little elf's name but um Shirk's partner in crime is just ri- like ribbing Ivalera her or something I, like I, that yes i think so she's like, just ribbing her she's like you've got a crush on guts and just won't like let up it's it's really good yeah, that's sort of implied here and there. The idea that yeah, she might have it, like it, a little. Yeah, Evalera. Yes. Nah, she's just. Yeah. She's. It's really good. And she's not being like, mm-hmm. of course, blunt about. Or no, she's she's being blunt about it. She's not dancing around the the beating around the bush or anything. She's literally the girl's first flower and feelings for this wild older man, and then she's just giggling. It's. It's really cute. It's nice to see these little moments of levity. Yep. Um, because everything's just been so serious. And we get a return to uh, Ishidro being monkey boy for like two volumes. Because he's been, he's been <laughs> kind of pushed to the side a little bit. But he, he gets, a, he gets a, a little bit more time in uh, the next volume again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's... The Ishidro arc seems to sort of go in, in fits and starts, but he's always, he's he's just sort of hanging around the background for most of this. He he is, and then he gets a little bit more development. He's, he's doing, um, he's given some space to do kind of some self-reflecting and start to realize what his shortcomings might be and then that they need to be addressed because they are not in, he's not in a... Um, a situation where he can afford really uh, to not grow up the way he needs to. Like he's, he's a self-sufficient young man, but he needs to be serious about certain things that he's, that he's not, we'll, we'll we'll dig into that when it pops up, like uh, almost toward the end, actually. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's almost the same thing with, um, Shirk. She's, she's doing some growing up on her, of her own, uh, and this, both of these volumes, really the, the latter part of it, um, center on her a little bit more. So we get, um, we're getting a lot more of her internal like thought process because she, for us, she's still a new character. She's still fresh. Um, and this is giving her some more development rather than just young girl. That's a witch apprentice. Mm. Yeah, she's definitely, there's kind of a fish out of water vibe to Shirk now that she's like, she doesn't really have her, um, she doesn't really have her godmother or whatever. I guess the, the older witch, her mentor, Flora, um, 
she's like everywhere she goes everybody's just kind of like who's this weird witch girl who's very obviously a witch because she's very classically dressed like a witch in a witch hat and a witch staff you know it's like (laughs) during the inquisition this is not safe (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but uh you know she's she's uh she's one of those characters right now that is um sort of trying to find their own way There's um so we get we get uh the skull knight he's he's pretty much taking his leave or he's about to take his leave um letting uh guts know that there's there's trouble coming up um apostles he'll be he'll meet them and then uh furthermore shocking though yes the one the one p- potentially leading them is the hawk <laughs> but uh it's <laughs> so the panel is guts like hearing the hawk and he's he's making it it's a sort of a shocked face but then it swaps art styles and it's just it gets, he gets like the swirly eye they do this swirly pupil that that um uh mira is fond of drawing where someone's just they've lost it and they're just not gonna they're not having it right now and not only that but we, mm-hmm. we get these great visuals of the the demon within the berserker armor um, it manifests itself as the hood of the, the helmet, like the, the top of the helmet. So it comes yes. up creeping up through the cape and then always mm-hmm. kind of try, basically it feels a lot like venom or maybe the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of. It's a symbiote. Yeah. Yeah. And it just starts to all. Yeah. But, I, yeah, but I, I like that it's, just as a, just like as a, as a visual representation of like the creeping darkness, you know? Yeah, and it's and it's a literal one too because it's it's a, it's a visible thing people can see, but it, it's a, a nice cue, uh, just to, for the reader. Yeah, it's just a nice like classically Kentaro, just like very obvious and literal metaphor, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but um. What what the uh, skull knight gives in parting is he gives him this um this bit of hope he says and that's that's the uh, that the something they may they're already seeking Elfheim and what it offers them though is a potentially a cure um for Casca to return her to her right mind uh with, with that's tacked on with the warning I guess maybe it's a warning um. It's a just a notice to guts that though she might be returned to to her mind, uh, the things that she wants and the things that guts wants may not be the same thing. They may not have the same goals, and the woman that he's seeking to be reunited with may not be at the end of this um, who he's looking for. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, seems reasonable, <laughs> you know, because Casca, we haven't seen her have any degree of agency for quite some time now, so we don't even know who, we don't even know who Casca is anymore, really. I mean, her she, I mean, last memory she's... of being herself is just this horrible trauma, so. Yeah, she's ha- she's had a loss of agency since, like, day one. <laughs> it was never, it was, well, yeah. I it mean... was always very tenuous <laughs> for her. Yeah, fair point. Fair point, but um, she's been zombie Casca for quite some time now. Many volumes now. Many volumes. 
Yeah. 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 Not great. I mean, literal, literal years within the within the reserve timeline. But uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's I mean, what... lo- I mean, she's been in this mode for longer than she was. You know, the the spunky leader of the uh, of the, uh, the whatever it is, the subdivision of the band of the hawk. Yeah, but we get a new character, a small naked boy uh-huh. <laughs> lounging on the beach. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, who immediately uh, takes a shine to Costco. suspicious. Nope. Seems normal. Just, yeah. <laughs> just a normal naked boy sitting, uh, just standing there in the, the beach at night yes, by himself. Then, like you do. Yep. Costco meets him. I love this. There's a little picture and she's just like wrapped her like little cloak coat thing around him and they're just sitting with the same kind of blank stare staring at the ocean. Yeah, identical expression. It's it's really good. <laughs> I will let we'll let that mm-hmm. go by. Uh-huh. Yeah, but Shirk knows that something's up. Yes, uh, she... she senses a strange odd from this from this young child. But uh, and, uh apologies for the uh sirens going by. <laughs> they're they're the Doppler effect is editable. <laughs> it will be vanished good in time. Uh yeah, and there's a little bit of kind of premonition going on everyone sort of hangs out uh nothing really i mean nothing big goes on here aside from the child also taking kind of a little bit of liking to to guts and using him as a climbing tool uh almost falling on a bunch of knives that guts was sharpening and we get this they <laughs> they they poke fun at it but uh it's guts and casca catching the child together as as he falls and then everyone else like taking a, a mental like little snapshot of it yeah it's it's good and then the weird yeah. the weirdest like um farnese in the bottom of this panel just looks odd cuz she's just lost in thought yeah I don't know if it's her lips or something's off about the way she was drawn in this one panel, just being absent-minded. It's a good. I think it's, it's the, a good um, meme meme fodder. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Um, her eyes are drawn pretty large, and it's like yeah, well, she's the fact out, that her so. mouth is like open ever so slightly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And she's just got like the classic ellipses to yes, indicate dot, that she dot, is dot, lost dot, in dot. thought. Yeah. Yep. Uh oh well my other my other favorite thing that pops up quite often um is uh Shirk when she's upset uh <laughs> she's, she doesn't want her fairy to say anything more, she dumps her in her hat and then jams the hat back on her head. Like she does this often, and it's just—it's it's really. <laughs> God, it's what does really this remind? This reminds me of 
reminds me of something. I when I was watching this, I was like, I've seen. Uh, I feel like I've seen this gag before. Um, Snow White. It's like somebody just sort of like. Is that it? Does it happen like with the dwarves? Somebody doing this like almost someone. the exact same gag, like like mm. stuffing their little friend into their hat. I don't know. I don't want to get sidetracked it, with it, but yeah, I just it was it, like, it feels, where have I seen this? It feels a little Tom and Jerry, also. I think when he's trying to get him to stop talking, okay, to yeah, stick, stick him in his mouth. I I don't know. I mean, I get the same feeling, but I don't <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's fine. It doesn't it doesn't ultimately matter. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Uh, guts reminiscing about the demon fetus and wondering where. Oh boy, is. yeah. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. um he's looking at the little boy uh under the covers with Casca here and he's sort of uh Yeah, he's he's thinking about I don't know. I to me it seems likely that he might be reminiscing about like the life that could have been, you know? Yeah, I mean, he, like a future yeah, that he, never was he, with Casca. Like it's just their this child. vision of domesticity. He's also a demon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, gators. Oh yeah. Cro- crocodile boys. <laughs> yeah. With with a weird. Yeah, it's just more of these like nostril. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. You're right. It's a. It's a, he has like a cyclops nose. It's a belly, it's like belly, belly button nose. Um, it's probably not an ideal, uh, an ideal uh, evolutionary feature. I, I think you probably want both nostrils, but or at least, or at least one you could like close because if you're underwater, you think that would be a problem. Well, anyway, yeah, yeah, we're not here to study anatomy of crocodile men. <laughs> yep. But yeah, these gators, they are uh they're familiars, which uh we learn are creatures that um they're essentially animals that have had a spirit implanted into them in some fashion. Yes. And they're being controlled from somewhere. Yes, remote controlled. Yep. Yep. We get the classic buy me some time while I set up the barrier, because that's just the, the trick that works. And mm-hmm. yeah, they're just uh, it ain't broke. taking on hordes of crocodile men. With yeah, good, how about uh, Guts's move here of yeah. uh, <laughs> wrapping his hand to the dragon slayer? Oh, he's had to do it before because his his, like his he's still injured. So to keep his grip steady, just his hand is just effed up. <laughs> yep, it's just so hardcore. Well, I mean, he's just got the one, so the other one's a a magnet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We get a Shidro doing some tricks and then almost getting eaten because he's like, I'll do my special rolling style right into the the crocodile mouth because that's, they're low. (laughs) Maybe you'll have to find a different move. Yeah, in my, yeah, in my translation, it just says, uh, it says he goes, "Yeah, Ishidro style sword method," and yeah, then he basically just like runs away immediately. Yep, and then I guess uh, I guess um, at this time uh, it wasn't Disney, so Lucasfilm maybe didn't care. But there's clearly a uh, Puck Yoda 
in one panel. Oh, really? Where's that? So it's 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 Ishidro stabs. He successfully stabs the crocodile, and guts is about to. Like, oh, I see him. what you're talking about. And there's a little <laughs> there's a little Yoda puck going. Repeat, not the same mistake. <laughs> is that what it says in your translation? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, mine just says mine just says never make the same mistake twice. So I didn't. The Yoda connection didn't really uh, register for me. But yeah, he's sort of sitting there with a little robe and staff, very Yoda like, and a little hair on the back of his that's, head. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, repeat, just keep repeat Disney away from this, please. We don't need <laughs> repeat to... not the same mistake in this one. <laughs> yeah, and then a sweet three panel guts mowing through crocodile. Yeah, I mean, just elite. They they made a trip to Gunnets. You had here. to like Most... go through three pages. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's what I guess he he cuts through like three gator heads with one swipe. Yep, he's he's like bisecting their heads. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's um, I mean, Berserk is primarily a manga about like how many things can be bisected in the same panel. Yeah, the count keeps going up. They'll they'll reach peak bisection yeah. eventually. We get whirling bisections, yeah. so slash bisection. Ishidro's doing some sweet rolls and like hamstringing everything. Mm-hmm. Um I think Serpico is about to get some uh some of that sweet action too in a little bit he's, here. Yeah, he's taking out he's he's like severing their mouths into like thirds yeah 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 but um brutal we also we're also finding out that this child may may not be as innocent and childlike as they seem they're able to um ostensibly turn away a rogue a crocodile just with a glance is what we're we're led i don't believe. believe it I don't know. I don't know. He seems so normal. Look at him. He's got big normal <laughs> eyes. Nice wild hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We got the we have the wonderful I love the um the resumption of the uh the telepathy. Yeah. I always like that too. And uh so Yeah, we got Shirk Shirk doing her doing her uh tactician move. Her deal here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're um Yeah, and she's trying to figure out where exactly the uh the familiars are being controlled from. And uh she's working with Serpico. Like she's she's tracing the flow of of the odd, which I don't know I don't know if we've really talked about the odd, but it's something that comes up a lot it's it's basically like i don't know it's like she's using the force basically it is an, <laughs> like I, I another feel, star wars reference I like she's feel feeling it's like, like a flow it's, of it's a flow of energy basically it is but i think it's like will it's like yeah. your sense of self and your will um mm-hmm. but what's also nice is uh there's a little bit of explanation on because the familiars these crocodiles and creatures like them are are spirits implanted into an existing thing 
like quite deeply, then all these wards that she's setting up against spirits don't work fully well because the crocodiles are like an actual animal. So they can kind of start to break through the yeah. barriers pretty quickly. Yeah, I guess just alligators with human hands just exist in this world. Apparently. Yep. And it's so just, so uh, apparently do ter- uh, elephant elephant men. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, um, so yeah, Serpico, Serpico goes out and, uh, he finds that, uh, indeed the, uh, the crocs, the gators, they are being controlled by the, by some, some Kushan, the Harashida, and he, uh, beheads a bunch of them with a single swipe. I think it's, what, it's like four of them. Four, yep, four dudes. Uh, yeah. Yep. Rip. And then the crocodiles immediately just go like, what? What? Where am I? And then just motor motor (laughs) back into the ocean. It's really good. Yeah. They're like, oh, right. We're we're just gators. Um, But yeah, that's... um, Turns out that's not the only familiar (laughs) hanging around here. We get what... I mean, this next monster that we're about to meet here is like one of the creepiest. It's, It's a really, really weird grotesque sort of creepy I design. I want to say really like enjoy it. a catoblepus. But I could be wrong. Let me Google through that for two seconds because that's what my mind summons. I I don't know what word you just said, but I assume it means something. Because I trust you. It is a... It is a Greek, uh, well, this may, I may have picked the wrong thing. So, Catablepus is the, has the body of a cape buffalo with its head pointing downwards. It can turn people to stone, people, okay, it's the African version of a gorgon, so I grabbed the wrong one. That's fine. Um. A kraken, I think, is the next closest thing. But you're saying this isn't necessarily a uh, a Kentaro original? Is that what you're saying? I don't think so. It's like like everything else. It's it's pulled from something, or at least at least these okay, general sure. monsters. And the kraken yeah. isn't isn't really but, what uh, I wanted either. But it, it doesn't matter. It's elephant and squid and something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a. F- furry elephant fish that's the only way i know how to describe it like it has like these big webbed feet but they're furry and it has like a big long elephant trunk and it's really disgusting particularly during um these angles that kentro draws where you're sort of looking up at it from below and just has this really nasty pointed mouth it's the it's really creepy they, uh, I'm they really gave into it. it those rakshas um, teeth, so it has the same yeah. mouth as the emperor. Like where his teeth just yeah. kind of go mm-hmm. outward, and it, it it's real wide. And you, you if it closed its mouth, I, you don't know how everything would like close. <laughs> it's like it would just be stuck open. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's it's probably uncomfortable. Pretty frightening, and it's also ginormous. 
It's its mouth is the size of one, two, mm-hmm. three, four, five, six of the crocodiles, and the crocodiles are the size of a person, or slightly bigger. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Um, and uh, yeah, guts. Uh, he sees one way to deal with it, um, and that is to uh, that is to don the the berserker helmet. And go beast mode on it. Just like these dogs are going beast mode. Yeah. Uh, Super go. Oh my God. I'm so sorry about this. Yeah. It's my, so my neighbor's dog, like, I'm sorry, this is a tangent, but like my neighbors, sometimes they'll like, if they go someplace, they'll leave the dog chained up. And like, when that happens, the dog just like, He'll just sit there, and sometimes he'll just bark like for like minutes at a time, like without stopping. And there's just like there's just nothing I can do about it. So, apologies to everyone who might be hearing a dog barking incessantly for the past couple of minutes. Okay. Nope, still going. Still happening out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, there's really nothing I can do. Like I have, all, like all the doors and windows are closed. Like, yeah. It's about all the sound reduction I can do. Unfortunately. It's fine. It always can be fixed in post. To a point. Uh, yes, they both they both take a crack at um, attacking this. Uh, Serpigo has trouble because the elephant blasts him with water, and it, it just stops him stops uh-huh. him cold. But uh, this one's being controlled by Kushan out at sea, like too far for them to get to because they're on a little boat. Yeah. So Guts is just going to have to God, find it. And I love... I love some of these panels. Um, <laughs> he, he cuts, guts he cuts its the, eye in half and out of its head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really gruesome. Um, and then a little bit after that, we get him just, like, slaughtering some more gators. And there's one where he just, like... <laughs> He like slices it perfectly in half, like from snout to tail. Like he sticks his sword in its mouth and just, just runs his sword along the full length of its body. It's fantastic. And but he's he's. Let's see. Berserk armored. Do some sweet spins. Yeah. Cuts his tusk off. Yeah, and I, I like all these panels of of uh, of these of guts having these visions of like just mouths coming at him from all directions here. Yeah, everything is just like trying to swallow him, like both figuratively and literally, mm-hmm. since there's the giant actual. Thing. His um, it's really weird because it it seems like it's it's the 
armor, the demon um, sort of superimposing what's happening outside uh, and making it more threatening than it... Well, I mean, these things are, of course, quite dangerous, but it feels like it's making it insurmountably dangerous to him and, and making him try to have to reach for the that the extra power that it gives him. Yeah. I mean, he's literally... He, he shish kebabs yep, like... Five, five of them on his sword <laughs> in a row. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, we get, and, we get uh, a little bit of Berserker is, stuff uh, from uh, Serpico. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, why don't you read this? Because my translation is wacky, as we've established. So... Serpico says, I hope I'm wrong, but according to legend, those those called berserkers inspire fear not only in their enemies, but also among their allies, not for their relentless fighting style alone, but because, whether friend or foe, they were said to slay everything around them. And we just get, we get the multi-panel of Guts being just, like, assaulted on all sides by these maws and screaming mm-hmm. kill hate uh and then he just he turns around we get guts vision which is always great because it's showing the world through like these funky uh slits in the helmet and it shows uh Serpico Farnese everybody all together but they're just like fire creatures lit on fire and that just sends guts like ambling slowly, like yeah, uh, I don't know, uh, Jason Voorhees style, like stalking toward them, and then screaming and about to like, yeah, start exactly. Charging. It's like yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it ties directly into what Serpico's talking about, where because he's under the influence of the uh, Berserker armor, even his his allies appear to him in the same sort of like shadowy visage yeah. as uh as his foes might like he doesn't he doesn't see their their humanity or their individuality he just sees them as like these sort of abstractions in yeah. his way and we um, and we get a good um, shirk has to do a little bit of work to mm-hmm. snap him out of it and the, the good uh telltale sign of that is his face is absent from inside the helmet it's, it's now just become a full mouth of its own yeah mm-hmm So it, it feels a little ambiguous, but there's two forces at work here. There's Shirk, and then there's this sort of, like, fiery child. And I don't think they're the same. Yeah, I... Yeah, I interpreted this as being, like... Um, like, she's, she's like, channeling herself through one of these... Um, what do you call like them? A, like like the a elementals local, or what have like you? a local spirit. It it could be. Um, yeah. The thing is, it doesn't have. Um, if that were the case, it should have her like little hat trail. Mm, yeah, that's usually what we get. Um, yeah, it is. It it is a little ambiguous. I I thought that like maybe because they're 
um, maybe because they're like by they're they're like on the water. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That maybe she I was I don't know like relying on the water elemental like she did before, but yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's it's not yeah, made. It's not hundred percent clear. clear what's going on. I feel like it could be two different entities. Um, uh, mostly because in the next section, it it has sheer in her astral form going to save him. So it's like, why would she, why would she yeah. have to be in two different forms or be using another form? So I I don't know, um, but maybe we'll find more about that um, as we go. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I think and Guts um, has a Guts... sort of a moment of yes, yeah. He just he has a moment of of reflection, uh, thinking about what he almost did, which is uh, we can assume kill his comrades. It's it's that, and but so seems what? To think that the I only think... reason he didn't was because of Shirk's actions. Yes, uh, but he knows what it looks like when she's saving him. So he has there's there's like two panels here where it's showing his vision. Uh, and then it shows his vision of that like flaming child, and he's he's specifically going that moment, the light that stopped me. What was that? So he's not identifying mm-hmm. that with Shirk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess we can assume <laughs> that it's probably s- some other entity. Yes, and then we get the second panel of um, it's like two pages later when they're looking for the child because the child's gone missing and we have guts thinking about the child's face and then the little fiery elemental face and he's he's, he's superimposing them together oh uh, uh, okay well I mean so that's just sure. him that's him <laughs> making that conjecture but so that makes me wonder that I don't I don't feel that that was I'm sure yeah I mean I you would know better than I. Um, that was just the impression I got, considering like what we know. Yeah, Shirk is capable of, but you know, I'm. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just pulling. I'm well, just pulling but, from these panels. We also, but we also, uh, we also get this panel of like Shirk reaching down and like pulling guts up from the darkness by his hand. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. It's like, yeah, where she's so, she's in her astral body at that point. Um, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah, I'm just I'm just making conjectures based on like what we see in the panels, so we can dig into that <laughs> because it's it's folks, it's, it's not there for, for yourselves. No reason. <laughs> it takes time to draw the stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still it's still um, unreliable because it's guts thinking about it versus like someone going, "Hey, this is what happened." Mm-hmm. Indeed, which is good. That's what we want. We want them to like it realizes the world a little more when they're given um, a chance to like think about things, but in a way that's describing it to the reader. And and not just yeah. like verbally. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we um, I don't think we see this child again, do we? For the next couple of volumes, no. 
We we get the child standing on a rock and the, doing the uh, skull knight thing, and then just peacing out, <laughs> standing at the the highest point in front of the in, giant in, full in, moon in front of the moon. Yeah, the, the, the moon is always full. The moon is always full in Berserk. Yep. Every night is a full moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we get the best ship ever, like the wildest looking boat I've ever seen. It's great. The front of it is uh, seems to be directly modeled after the big elephant beast we just encountered. Yeah, and then it has another face on top of it because this is Berserk, and you just like what kind of Trump only has one face? Of course, you need like multi- and you need also guns for eyes. <laughs> yeah, Can- sure. Cannon, yeah. cannon eyeballs. Mm-hmm. So we're introduced to Master Daiba. Mm-hmm. A floating Yeah, one of the mini characters that were just sort man. of like briefly <laughs> touched on. Yeah. Yeah. He he literally gets like two panels. Yeah, but this is I guess we're meant to uh He's he. assume that like yeah, like this is the boat that is controlling the uh the familiars. Like this is where they're being controlled from, and he was remotely controlling the um, Harashada because yeah. when they when they were decapitated, their body leaked out like his face in smoky form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just chilling here with his hookah. Yeah, he's smoking hookah, and he's got, like, these big, creepy black eyes, too. Yep, it's good. It's good imagery. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just a brief, it's just a brief saying that they've, um, they're making forays into the land, they're taking out a bunch of villages on the coast, uh, there's no signal fire's been lit, they're progressing quite well, except for one group who disappeared, um... And they don't know what that's about because no one should be able to take out um, the Pishaka. But someone did. Right. Yep. And that concludes our beach adventure. Yep. And now we get the the best, greatest Ishidro and Puck face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just so impressed by this side of all these armies. (laughs) Wow. And he's doing like these big, like, (laughs) this big, I don't know, yeah, like these big puckered lips. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think there's a face you can make. (laughs) I don't know. It's not working, but it's effective uh, visually anyway. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's just yeah, and uh, what exactly is he? Uh, yes, so the reason the reason they're saying wow is because uh, they're looking out over this field, and uh, they're just seeing like tons and tons and tons of dudes, like just various soldiers and mercenaries and and people of that type, and we are now in, uh, oh god, what is it, Fratanis? Yeah. Yes. 
and so it's a muster of all the of the armies from all of the Holy Sees territories, and he goes on to like specifically call out: it's the Tudor Empire, oh God, yeah. the Kingdom of Balden, the Royal. This is great because it's a. Um, so this isn't directly to Dark Souls, but we have always a wonderful naming of all of these far off places no one ever gets to see within the games, but they just kind of flesh out the world yeah. just by mm-hmm. tossing out some like stuff that exists. Um, the 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 duchies of sure. Morgor and Valatoria or uh, yeah Valatoria mm-hmm. Commonwealth. It's all these fun things. You're like, okay, what's that? And uh, apparently, uh, Serpico was a um, herald of arms. That was his position because we weren't we weren't given that. Before. Yeah, yeah, I like it, and we don't get like, yeah, it's not like we get a detailed backstory about all these kingdoms and whatnot. It's just sort of like painting in the corners of this world just to like give you the impression that like there is, um, there is like a vibrant world that is, that exists outside the the frame of, of what we're seeing within this story, which I appreciate. It's it's, it's not just Tudor and a Midland, you know, there, there's all these other kingdoms and it was an empire. So it was composed of, you know, smaller territories, whatever they controlled. And we get mm-hmm. a, a great, a and great yeah, this whole part right here is just like a big ass expedition. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that I was just saying. Like, there's just a bunch of different armors from all the areas, so that's fun to see. Yeah, there's just sort of like a, it's like a a big exposition dump of just like a lot of like little nations, you know, where it's just sort of like briefly touching upon like. Uh, like this, this you know, such and such are small countries, but uh, you know they're on the easternmost border and blah blah blah. And it's not like we're not getting a ton of information, but again, it's just sort of, um, you know, it's it's just sort of giving us the impression that there is like there's a whole like this world is in like a pretty significant amount of like political upheaval and there's like a great (laughs) amount of of struggle for power and land they just they just finished a 100 years war so yeah i'm imagining there was some some upheaval yeah i mean well it's it's it's, you know the, the kushan has really uh kind of thrown a wrench into everybody's into everybody's day but Anyways, yeah, it's 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 just so it's so weird because the, so the Kushan they don't have um, their navy looks really strong, and they have a pretty sizable land army, and they keep stealing people and making their own like slave army. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of them, and it's hard to it was hard to parse yeah. why they weren't just running ramshot over everything if they had all these demon beasts and all these familiars and all the power of these things that the, the, they got elephants for crying out loud and uh crocodile men i mean they have a lot of stuff going on uh <laughs> they have the um yeah. the daka they have a, a lot of crazy things and all of tudor and midland and the rest of it they're, they're just like it's just like crappy europe like old stuff. I mean, they're armored knights and they have cavalrys <laughs> and they have cannons. So yes, they have they have their things too. But it seemed like because they're at war with each other, wouldn't the hundred years of them infighting like have been a better time to like just take everything? Like we're we're missing some part of like the economic um, some kind of something we're missing that it was not provided. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Like they're fair just point. they're just waiting for everything to fall out and then just take over who's left because they're just are they're tired from like fighting for a hundred years. Like that's a that's a long game to, to be <laughs> waiting around for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, wasn't there? No, no, no. Um, I say that, but I think that there was talk of um uh the Kushan having internal struggle problems. I think they were fight. They, um, they were having infighting too. I don't. I don't. You might be right. It sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't remember the specifics of that. I feel that that's the case, but um, neither of us are at this point historians quite yet on Berserk, so we'll we'll have to return to that. <laughs> Yeah, chances are somebody listening to this has uh, has some idea. Yes, let us know. <laughs> send us, send in us. In which case, they're, send us they're comments. Please. Mad, they're mad right now. Yeah, they're, mad they're so us. mad they won't even talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But uh, yeah, so they're they're just kind of they're they're now trying to get into the city they're kind of wandering through the outskirts and through the mercenary camps um guts is stricken by like this nostalgic feeling and we have uh this great moments of uh, both serpico and ishidro just like going on and on about the band of the hawk and how great griffith was yeah and <laughs> guts is just like uh i'm just, okay yeah that never heard of him <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward yeah, I, and super so awkward. do they they but they know like they know what was up right no like, they have no they don't know who guts is like now that i'm thinking about it they don't know that he was in the band of the hawk they don't know anything about him it's a dude in armor that chops things yeah they just know they yeah, just know he's never, the black like, swordsman. They don't know the black swordsman and the leader of the um raiders is the same person. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't really like considered cuz it hasn't really come up but like yeah, they don't really know who the f- <laughs> like they don't even know who this man is They're just really. Following which some is dude. kind of incredible. <laughs> They're yeah, following a like, man on a quest strong. Yeah, basically that's kind of what it amounts to and and he's tangentially been saving them from things yeah usually on accident <laughs> yeah that's kind of wild that's kind of wild i just yeah it seems like it seems like i mean like i just never really never really thought about that before this like the fact that they don't even they don't know any of this completely insane backstory but yeah no, you're right i mean only people that could talk about it are casca and guts because casca can't talk Guts isn't gonna say anything, and then Puck only kind yeah. of knows. And I guess about Puck, it. yeah, because he he just now yeah. understood like what happened with the um the eclipse, like that was recent for him to discover that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what do you yeah, think? A lot Guts... of this... I mean, go ahead. I- I'm just wondering, like, why, like, why doesn't guts sort of like make his quest known to them or why doesn't he why does like why doesn't he tell them about his past is what i'm wondering 
Uh, he probably, I mean, he is just as jacked up as Casca is in his own way. He doesn't want to think about that crap. Yeah. He, he, he thinks about it and just makes him mad. Yeah. So, he's sure. just, he's yeah, just, probably not. He's, he's laser focused on finding Griffith. That's his goal. Find this man and kill him. <laughs> and that, this man happens to be uh, I a guess, god uh, now. Everyone's uh, on kind of a... <laughs> It's a need-to-know basis type thing, I guess. Basically, and they don't need to know. He's not going to offer it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then now he's just pissed because there's an actual, like... They're not fake. There technically are still a new band of the Hawk, but it's enough to, like, rub him the wrong way because it's literal demons um, running around in the name of his, like, family. Yeah, there. It's the, he, yeah. He's like, this is this is the fake band of the hawk. So <laughs> this is the real shit. This is a, this is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How dare you? This is like it's like when uh it's like when Guns and Roses goes out on tour or something, and they call themselves Guns and Roses, but really it's just Axl Rose. Yeah. You know, it's like come <laughs> it's on. It's just it's just Rose. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How dare you? <laughs> yeah um well they run into a little bit of trouble because uh as we mentioned shook is just rolling around in witch garb um and so she's getting stopped every like 10 feet yeah i don't know why would it seems like i don't know why not why not just change into something a little less conspicuous you know i, I mean i guess she takes off the hat at a certain point, but like, no, only because it was still. ran over by a cart. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. Um, it, it got ran over, and it's her. It's her. It's her. <laughs> yeah, she's literally her last memento from Flora, who hand made that clothes for her. Yeah, it's just. It is just very funny to me, like the degree to which she's just like of like a witch ass witch all the time. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody, like, and everybody knows it too. Like, there's just no attempt to conceal her identity as a witch, despite the fact that, like, there was, you know, there was this maniac, uh, uh, Mosgus rolling around just burning witches at the stake. But anyways, yeah. well, details, they're in, details. They're in, they're in the territory controlled by the Holy See, so you don't want to be a witch. Yeah, like anywhere, anywhere yeah. near any of this. Um, but yeah, so she, she, wouldn't, she wouldn't gets, so. she's grumping because her hat got smushed and she's just being a douche. And, uh, so she like wanders off on her own and finds a, a floaty boy. Yeah. A, uh, spirit of some sort. She follows it down a long corridor here and she stumbles upon a pretty gruesome sight. Which is just a long row of Kushan hung by the neck on both sides. And, uh, yeah, and these, the spirit that she's seeing are the, uh, one of the spirits of the, the dead Kushan. Yeah, they're just like, they're like tethered to their bodies, and she's, she's like overcome with the images of them being worked basically to the bone. Um, being whipped, uh, 
struggling for food and then eventually um, being hung. And yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty rough. There's two soldiers that roll up, and she just like controls their odd or influences their odd to make them. Yeah, she Jedi mind tricks them. She does, and it's it's pretty blatant. <laughs> She's just. <laughs> Uh, it's it's great because so they're sitting there going like this ain't no place for children to be wandering around and uh, you're supposed to be a witch she's like yeah I'm a witch and they're like oh so yes you are but they're they've been like ensorcelled with the, with the little wiggle of her staff yeah. it's, it's uh-huh. really good and so she makes them cut down all the um the Kushan and then um uh, not incinerate. What is the cremate? She cremates them. She yeah. Uh, she cremates them and she uh she like sets their souls free. Yeah. So they can go join the uh the swirling vortex of pain, presumably. Theor- the- theoretically, I don't know. We have we have a, a, a multiverse, <laughs> multiverse of fates. Um. That that may, may be just the fate of the Midlanders. We don't know how this all plays out. Um, but Perhaps. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he he feels like he's feeling a little bad because he was kind of being a jerk and realizes that maybe a little bit, and he should probably go find um, Shirk. And he rolls up to uh, our our what was his name? Lord Lord Frog Lord Lord Duck. I I can't think of his name. He ends up being called like Knight, Duck the Duck Knight, but um, it was Lord something or other. It's the young the young lad that uh, was in command of small troops and joined up with Griffith. Uh, are you talking about this guy who rolls up on a horseback right now? Yep. Or yep, that's him. Who are you referring to? That is that's, isn't that yeah. Mule? Maybe his name's Mule. I can't remember. Lord Mule? I think it's Mule. Might be. Yeah. Which, yeah, we we have run into this guy. Yes, because we watched him join Griffith. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. I remember this now. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember because, I remember we ran into him like once briefly, but I couldn't remember the context. But yes, you're right. I, I recall it now. But yeah, this is, this is that guy. Yeah, he he's looking. Um, well, he's looking for his charge, who he lost. Also, we just don't know that at the time. Yes, yeah, who we are about to meet as well. Yes, we meet her once again. Mm-hmm. And we've met her before, haven't we? Yes, she is the one who has. She was right. She, she she's was in control of. Um, so she's basically the analog of. Um, Shirk, but for Griffith. Right. She's like a medium of some sort, right? Like, yes. she has telepathic abilities. Mm-hmm. So she can, yeah. like, direct Sonya. battles from a hill. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Indeed. Yeah, it's It's like... Uh, there's a lot of... Like, it's it's... Interesting how uh, Kentaro will just plant these tiny seeds, you know, from like chapters and chapters and volumes and volumes ago, 
And then you're like, oh, right, this person. Yes. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I vaguely remember something about this person. But anyways, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of those here. Like we meet, like later on, we meet up with uh, like Sir Owen, something like that. And like Sir Laban and like all these people that like we were acquainted with forever ago. But... Yeah, yeah, they pop up like 15 volumes later. For another one scene, like a one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, so they they spend yeah, so like she uh she many so she pages. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Shirk meets up with uh with the aforementioned Sonia, and Sonia, um, notably, can see Shirk's elf. Uh, whose name I said earlier and already forgot. Um, uh, it's like Yvonne. And she also is... Yeah. And um, she's also aware of what Shirk did with the hanged Kushan and uh, setting their souls free, as it were. And she also goes about explaining her own backstory in a, sort of a peculiar way. <laughs> um... By describing this allegory um, involving uh, like a, an ugly duckling and a kite, and uh, basically the, the, the gist duck, of what the she's duck saying princess. is that <laughs> yeah, the duck princess who is uh, in this case Charlotte. would be referring to Charlotte. Yeah. And, yeah, and basically the gist of what she's describing here is that the Kushan invaded Midland and took her captive. Uh, and she was later freed by none other than the Hawk of Light himself, Griffith. Um, just a lot of bird, <laughs> a lot of bird representation here. And she also says that she's sort of like, she's jealous of Charlotte. Like she's, um, she sort of wants the, the affections of, uh, Griffith in the same sort of way, but she she is she doesn't get that. Yeah, she's it's it's super weird because the way everything's, I mean, technically she's the evil version of Shirk, but she's not an evil person because everything, of course, is shades of gray. No. And yeah, of course, people it's are just not, drawn. They're just she's it's very just people like, drawn to Griffith, who is now like five thousand times more um, charming. <laughs> yeah, he's he's essentially like he's a he's a demigod, really. Yes, I mean he's he's just sort of like this giant. He's just this vortex that pulls people in. He's all glossy lips and hair. What a pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's always drawn, like, we are mentioning before, but Kentaro, like, any time Griffith shows up now, like, post-rebirth, he's always drawn in the most, like, regal and beautiful way imaginable. <laughs> yeah, every time. There's no hint of, like, like mal. He, he doesn't carry himself with any evil intent. It's just, like... He's just gonna, he's living his dream. He's gonna make it happen, and he has no, um, 
he's he's so sure in his course um that's what was holding him back before was that doubt and that self-doubt because he was a broken man in many ways um now having attained this kind of level of power uh there's nothing that can stand against him and he knows that so he doesn't have to like put on any airs he just does the thing yeah and i think most importantly he has no earthly attachments anymore yeah you know like before he he, he literally sacrificed them all. you know in his mind he was yeah in his mind like everything that happened to him with being captured by the king and being tortured and all that that was all a result of him um you know it's it was a direct result of the relationship that he developed with guts um and now he's sort of like completely unmoored from any such any such human attachment whatsoever well, and he, he is just he, he thinks of himself be, as being completely he, free to pursue his dream except for he's been formed from the demon fetus and so he's a little bit compromised well. it's on like a small <laughs> it's like the tiniest inkling of in him yeah i I don't think it's something that's like stopping him from doing anything not that not that i can see nope (laughs) uh let's see here um so yeah there's a lot of ruffians in this town as it turns out uh as there is in seemingly every town in Berserk, there's just, like, a gang of gross men who <laughs> want to, like, accost whatever young woman is around. And, uh, the same holds true here for Vertanus as they approach Shirk and Sonia. And the last panel of this particular volume, 28, is Ishidro and Puck running to the rescue. Yeah, and what I did what I did like about um slightly prior to that was when um Shirk uh is finishing her conversation <laughs> she gets like a double dose of the the lovey dovey stares from from uh Oh now I forgot her name. Sonia. Sonia and the elf. They're just like fangirling over uh Shirk's crush on on guts it's it's good <laughs> just, just spent so much time yep. on it <laughs> but uh yeah it, the the volume wraps up with this uh encounter with these scallywags coming to accost the young ladies and the the well like the 12 children they brought along with them <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, indeed. <laughs> the pirates look like the dudes from Dark Water. Like the old, oh god, old cartoon. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. One of them has like the laziest eye. It's like just drifted way over to the side. It's it's good. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. But yes, that brings us to the end of volume twenty-eight.
opening up volume 29 here. Uh, and this is the end of the, uh, the dumb amateur translations for me because <laughs> starting with volume 29, I just went ahead and bought the, uh, the official dark horse translations. And, uh, let me tell you, it's really makes a difference. You know, translation is just, it's one of those things you kind of want a professional. Yeah. You don't really want an amateur. Um, and it's, yeah, this is, <laughs> I've, uh, I've been working with the, uh, some of the amateur digital scans for a few volumes here. And, uh, it, it uh, was nice to come, come back to something a little more coherent in this particular volume, but, I digress. <laughs> so yes, this uh, this continues the Falconia chapter of the Falcon of the Millennium Empire arc, and we return to these multiple pirates, and Sonya just like eating all of this up. <laughs> She's like not concerned at all. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. She's having a great time watching Ishijiro do his thing. Yeah. She's even, she's, she's cheering him on too. Yeah. I think my favorite part is she's just like, is that the guy you're in love with? And Strix's like, no, no, that's a monkey. It's not, it's not even, she's not even a man. That's just a monkey. <laughs> Barely a human. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> So I'll do like the, the, the his intro quote because they they changed his you know they given them the like slightly cartoonish face and Puck's just doing the same thing but it's like if you're a pirate you should be kidnapping girlies mm-hmm. so more like you know boom shoot boom that's what they call a treasure chest pirate, <laughs> pirate booty you guys are just gross and he's doing like the hourglass shape so. Shidro, you yeah. know, you're, 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 Va, yeah, you're being a little not great either. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cracking the yeah. pirates up, and even even Sonya's just like, oh, he is like a little monkey, and it's like secondhand embarrassing, <laughs> um, Shirk. It's 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 good, but yeah, and I do yeah. like the way that Kentaro draws Ishiro. He, he's sort of like. I don't, he looks whiter, like he's like a little more, like yeah, he's, he's really, stout, he's like, kind of like his feet are farther <laughs> apart, and he does, he really does look more primate-like, which yeah. I enjoy. But he he kicks this up a notch because he like slices a dude's uh, behind his knee, and the pirates aren't having that. <laughs> they, the mood just totally sours, they're like, okay, never mind, we're gonna have to hurt you now. <laughs> yeah. But... This is this is because I don't remember I you know I guess it's true he's been fighting monsters which to him aren't people. So I guess this is the first time that he's like actually uh, attacked a human with a sword. He's hit um, people with I'm like sausages. To think. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like thrown rocks at people's heads and stuff. Yeah, and then half but, of those people were monsters too. Yeah. Or they were possessed. But you might be right. This might be the first time that we've seen him like pull the sword on like an actual human being. Yeah, or at least draw blood on them. Yeah, because it's, it's it's shaking him up a yeah, little bit. Baby steps. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. This is where our friend the Duck Knight shows up, to save the day. Mule. Uh, yep. 
Lord Mule, and Guts Guts mm-hmm. gets a little uh, notification ding from uh, Shirk, so he's kind of on his way, but he's um <laughs> he's just kind of like moseying. <laughs> he's just not super worried about it. Uh, the and um. Yeah, Lord Mule, his horse is good, too, because he gets, like, this horse, like, he has the horse armor, but he gives the horse, like, grin that's mad. The little, the little yeah. chunky teeth. And the horses, it, horses are very well-dressed in Berserk. Yeah, they are. They're, 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 put, they're swaggy. They, they have some good, they are status, um, status symbols, I think. Uh, particularly, like, certain breeds of these, like, the war yeah. horses. Yeah. And then <laughs> everything's kind of summed up in the three panels of Sonya just going, hey, and Lord Mule just uh, sighing. It's like, uh. <laughs> and he's, he's, the, he's the, duck, yeah. the duck, the duck knight. The he's, duck knight. Yeah. yeah, not, I don't know. I feel like if I looked as sweet as him, I would object to the nickname the Duck Knight. But that's just I don't think he gets a choice. Sonya's just decided he's the Duck Knight. Although she tried to upgrade, she tried <laughs> to upgrade true. him. Because <laughs> he's, he's yeah, he's, he's doing pretty well, um, and so is Shijo. They're 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 doing fine until um, Jack Sparrow shows up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe this made me laugh so hard. I know this is unbelievable. So, it's so dumb. And, he's literally uh... freaking Captain Hook ass, like <laughs> it's pirate like, man. Peg leg he's teeth. literally he's just like he's got peg leg eye patch, big ass beard, like the whole get up man. Unbelievable stuff. He's got the swag coat and a, like a, a yeah, yeah, just like the most classic pirate you've ever seen, which is so funny. <laughs> like I just I wasn't ready for this at all. Yeah, and he needs to like eat some oranges because he may at one time had scurvy. He has nasty teeth. It's not great. <laughs> And he like ripped he rips off his, his own dude's arm. Yeah. It's like what? He fucking <laughs> just tears it off. This is so yeah. Uh. Yeah, exactly. He's like cuz the one guy is just like he's just like please boss man kill those rats cuz it's his arms hanging the, on by like a flap. He just like his arms hanging off and then Captain Hook just grabs his hand and just like bites it. Just like rips it off with his fate with his teeth. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Incredible. Even, I don't even know. Yeah, and this guy, this pirate, he doesn't. He's not like a major. He doesn't. He's not like. He doesn't. He's not here for very long, but. I, like, I just really appreciated how ins- like, insanely goofy this was. It's silly, but then he's like stupidly badass. Yeah, of course. Or at least he's better than than these two children. Because <laughs> even Lord Mule was like, he's a young lad. He's not a man. Uh-huh. No, he's like, I don't know, he's like 15 yeah. or something. And he's, he's even, 
he's even he's even doing the classic like like on guard pose you know what i mean with like yeah just like the one hand to his side and just like his long skinny uh, like rapier or whatever it is like I well he is holding himself up with a crutch so that's part of it oh yeah i guess so but he's yeah he's crutch. he's like so that's, that's he's just playing makes, around that's what makes him even more badass is that he's just fighting one-handed <laughs> one-handed and one-legged <laughs> I mean, it's got it's got children, yeah. <laughs> and then they, yeah, they they start fighting on like rocking like little uh, little boats that you'd a shore, shore, a shore boat. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, sure. The little boats you'd paddle around with the oars. Um, yeah, he just like hands it to uh, Lord Mule, and then Ishijo is doing much better because he just. Jumps and jives a lot, but uh, Peg Leg Pete here has a knife in his peg leg, and it's enough to like back yeah. off Shidro and get the upper hand. And he and he chides him. Another amazing touch here. Yeah, he, he's he's chiding him specifically, going the knife yeah, in the peg leg. That's some <laughs> good stuff. It's it's good because it like it. It, when you look at it when it's raised in the air it's like where was the knife sitting it's not drawn in a way that would fit in the, whatever <laughs> it's fine it's fine um yeah i did i did question the mechanism by which this uh this knife is unsheathed but look i'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna think too hard about yeah, it it's, it's fine it's fine it'll, it'll do but uh yeah he he calls out ishidro saying that he's not his sword doesn't have the bloodthirst on it, so he's gonna get he's gonna lose every time until he fixes that. And too bad you're, you're gonna die now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh Captain Hook, Captain Jack Sparrow, he uh, he doesn't last too long because of a uh, mysterious mustachioed <laughs> a mysterious armored mustachioed man, man shows up with a big spiked club. Who's this guy? Yeah. Huh. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah. What could it be? I don't know. But he's mad yeah. about someone disgracing the face so, of a knight. I don't think... <laughs> yeah. So they never... Uh, they never come out and say it, but we... No, we know that this is clearly a vice We pretty much know. The bridge knight. Yeah. yeah. He just doesn't have his chains yeah, on anymore. Yeah, I was surprised. I was a little surprised that it wasn't like more of a thing. Like I thought that this would be like the part of the RPG where Azan just joins the party, but it doesn't really happen that way. No, he kind of just shows up and wrecks the pirate, and that's it. And his 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 former club has been reduced to like a wooden one. Like it doesn't have it's not the, it's not the full metal like with spikes on it one anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it. Yeah, times are tough. Yeah, but it's it's really good. He's just screaming about justice. I, I you, you can't like lose with that. It's it's great. When you plus it, plus he can back it up, and he's a short man, so it's even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just okay. Yeah. He just a knight's intuition. Justice is in my heart. To act when the time arrives, that is to be a knight. No need for words. Have at you, <laughs> basically. 
<laughs> oh, it's and then the, they're it's the yeah. pirates being beaten to a they're being thrashed and they're just screaming. He's too strong, <laughs> like getting beat up. Uh, <laughs> and as a yeah. a sad pirate, the um, the boss can't swim. Yeah, I love that. He's a pirate. Presumably, he spent quite a deal of time at sea, but uh, he just drowns instantly. He, he can't swim. Great. I wonder if it's 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 picking at the uh, One Piece comic where all the pirates that have any superpowers can't swim. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't, I don't know if that's the case, but that that it's really funny if um, it was. But yeah, it's funny regardless. This is uh, this is. Yeah, this is a very silly sequence here mm-hmm. that uh, I very much enjoyed. Yeah, and and the entire time Guts is just, like, he showed up in plenty of time, and he was like, it's under control, I'll just chill in the shadows. He's literally, yeah, he's literally just standing cross-armed, just letting everything play out. He's like, I don't give a shit about any of this. Well, he's still healing up, he's like, I'll just, I can, I can sit this one out, I'll just rest over here. I'll let I'll let the bridge knight do his do his due diligence. Yeah, and we do get we get the risky yeah. scene of uh, Sonia offering um, oh boy a, a job a position at the in, in the band of the hawk. Yeah, I was uh, yeah I was I was I was watching this with bated breath, man. It's like man, I don't. I don't. I don't think I want Shirk to go to the band of the hawk. I don't think I want that. I like Shirk. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to have to root against Shirk. But she but, uh, she she catches yeah, sight happen. of guts like from like five thousand feet away. <laughs> it's his the tiniest outline of shadow <laughs> uh, by this drawbridge gate, uh, and it's enough to to remind her of what she what she wants to do instead um and the sweet she can't leave this hunk <laughs> the sweet throwdown between um uh ishidro and uh and our, our little lord mule mule uh it's yeah it's good because very good face punch <laughs> they're just swollen faces because they've just been punching each other in the face <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Puck has an eye patch now. Yeah, well, so that is from um, uh, Ashtano Joe. It's a long-running boxing manga, like like very like from the seventies, oh. from like the seventies. And Joe's okay. coach was wow, uh, this eye patched guy, and then it switches over to um, the. It's probably is the dude that screams out let's get ready to rumble during like old matches on TV. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Great. See, this is again, this is why I podcast with you, dude. <laughs> it's cuz you know these things. Like random trivia. But uh yeah. Yep, and then they try to introduce each other, and then Ishidro's mouth so swollen he can only say Ijido. Uh, so he's like, "I'm Mule." He's like, "I'm Ijido." I'll remember your name, Ijido. <laughs> and he's trying to say that he's Ishidro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ishidro's uh, looking pretty goofy from here on out. 
Yeah, he caught it right in the kisser. Like, his lips are puffer. He, he looks like, um, oh man, he looks like Miss Crabapple. Is it Crabapple from Spongebob? No, not Crabapple. Oh, uh, God. Look, yeah. Look the blowfish teacher. Um, I know you're talking about, yeah. Crabapple. Yeah, he looks like somebody Simpsons. who, um, I don't know, he looks like somebody who's, like, allergic to walnuts and then, like, eats a chocolate cake with walnuts in it or something. Yeah. Like he's just all, his face is all huge. It's, like, it's it's excessively large. It's it's really good. But, um, yeah, yeah Sonya gives them a warning, that, or, or gives Shirk a warning that they should get away from the city uh, because the hawk has plans yeah, was by... to, to raise the city. Yes. Uh, so are we meant to um to understand that she like transmits this image of just like the city burning with all these corpses into Sheer's head? Yes. That's what she did exactly. Damn. Because Brutal. she because Sonia could read their telepathy. When yeah. they, when when she was doing the mind to mind communication to Shidro, Sonia could read it. Yeah. However, that being said, she still doesn't. It's not. Um, it's not like an om, omnipotent power, like or omniscient power. She doesn't know who guts is or who so like Shirk is. She can. I think it's like surface level reading. She can't get like full read your mind details. Yeah. She can. Yeah. Sure. That's a, seems like a an accurate explanation of it. Yeah. Uh, Shidro mans up. He gives his, his, the apology he needs to have given. Uh, given and um, he, he uses Puck as like a weird interpreter puppet. It's really strange and funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I like all this stuff. Yeah. And that basically... They, they they do get a um, a new outfit for um Shirk. It's a super cute little like <laughs> yeah, finally in, in yeah. his daughter clothing. Yeah, exactly. She's just like a she just sort of looks like a I don't know, just like a humble little little servant girl or something <laughs> like a that. Flower girl from the Alps, just with a little little bonnet. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean. Long overdue, honestly. I mean, this is way less witchy looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And some jerk spills beer on it. And gets beat up. And they have a big bar fight. Yeah. And that that's it. It's over. Yeah, I, I love the uh I love I love the close up of uh Guts's <laughs> Guts his fist connecting with this dude's face. He spilled beer on her. Yeah, they just like it just cuts to that. <laughs> crunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's great. And then it's like another picture. So they're having a fight in there, and then I, I think he's out. No, he's just elsewhere in the little like. No, he's outside. Outside in the alleyway um, is Azan, like, eating fallen, like, breads. 
he's just starving. He's rolling around. I feel bad yeah. because he's just like destitute man, um, fighting for justice and eating through his funky helmet, eating some bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't doesn't know what else to do, man. I mean, for all we know, he's, he's, he had to, maybe he sold his big club for like food. <laughs> the troubles of a, yeah. a troubles of a, a vagrant knight a knight errant but uh yep. yeah that that wraps up this uh yeah, although a... shirk does get to smash a, a like a ale bottle on some dude's head yeah mm-hmm. um and uh at this point, we go to the enemy yeah, camp. Yeah, so we, we actually <laughs> we sp- we spend a little bit of time with the the new band of the hawk, mm-hmm. the band of the hawk part two, um, really for the first time. Uh, we like we've we've seen all these people in one place before, but we haven't really gotten like the. Uh, we haven't really like settled down with them and uh gotten quite the quite the behind the scenes look as it were in in the way that we do here yeah and i, I like this cuz it's it's like very pastoral it's very easy going very quiet this doesn't look like the camp of the old um band of the hawk No. No, not at all. Yeah, and Sonya <laughs> Sonya sort of flies into uh into Griffith's arms. Like literally fly she jumps into his arms. Uh it's yeah, it's just clear. I mean it's it's a similar dynamic as to what the what the band of the hawk was previously, but it's like the people these people are like seemingly just even more worshipful of of griffith like just even more eager to please him you know it's like it's what it's what the old band of the hawk was but just like like all the weird dynamics of it are just cranked up to 11 yeah at this point and yeah and and plus like a lot of the people who are part of the band of the Hawk now are like weird, um, like psychics or and like apostles and shit like that. Yeah, so and they're and they're really I mean they're kind of like, like this they, warped, yeah. warped bizarro version of it. And they have different dynamics as far as the the the, the encampments are like not that they're segregated, but that each thing is it's like its own area. So the, the area where Princess Charlotte and Sonia and everyone else—that's like slightly separate from where like the Lancers Brigade and all of the, the Dragon Troops, like everyone's in their own like little group. Whereas the the yes. kind of the tents mm-hmm. in before when it was like the um, what was it the the bonfires chapter? It was a lot bonfires more communal. Of hope. Yeah, it was more communal. Everything's kind of yeah. Um, pushed together um fighting for the same cause uh and part of this is because it's they're not in the middle of like a war he's like leisurely just doing his thing 
Yes. But yeah, he's like 95% fluffy hair now, Griffith. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and um, so this, yeah, so this guy, um, God, what's his his name? This this guy in the pointy hat is playing oh, it's the like instrument here. Nolan or something. I don't know why I can't think of it. God, I can't remember. It's, our our cast of characters it's getting, is it's getting like too big. Rapidly expanding <laughs> at this point. <laughs> it's getting it's it's getting large. But uh, yeah, to your point, this guy is just sort of like off by himself, jamming. He's just he's like um uh oh god i lost my train of thought um i had a point i was gonna make about this guy but anyways uh he looks sick and uh i want to hear what he's playing on guitar (laughs) yeah i was trying to quickly find that guy's name but it's not popping up in the guidebook we got the handy guidebook, and it's like it's organized really weirdly. It's not the guy who. Uh... At first, I thought it was the guy. This is the, is it, he's um, he's the archer, isn't he? So this is Irvine. I found it. Took me a second. Irv, Irvine. Yep. Okay, cool. Yes, and he is the guy I'm thinking of, right? That has like the big bow. Yes. So right. okay. he just can't is... Because at first I thought, yeah. at first I thought he was, um, at first I thought he was the Mantis boy. That's but lo- that's lo- a different locus, dude who has lo- the, locus uh, is different. Like the, he, yeah, 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 yeah. He has like that big, uh, the yeah. helmet with the like the big protrusions on it and stuff. Yes, yeah. So, uh, Locus is the lan- the lord, uh, the lord. He's the commander of the Lancers, the Lancer Brigade. Yeah. And then um, Irvine... He's, a, he's Howard Stern, yes. right? And Irvine is a sniper <laughs> who hunts alone. According to his profile. Right. Okay. I have, I have a, this, this guy looks pretty Speaking good. Here. Look at this. He's, um, he is uh, 63 kilograms of man. Hair color brown. Eye color unknown. Because it never shows his eyes. Or they're kind of like... It lists all, his weight. It out. <laughs> this is weight. And his height, he's 175 centimeters. How do they know how much he weighs? I don't know. It's it's. This is the official guidebook. This must have been provided by uh, Mira himself. God damn, dude. Yep. And it even it even gives his stat parameters. He's uh, his high on <laughs> he's high his his emotional strength and intelligence and legerity are high. His sociability is very low. Physical strength is middling, as is as is his stamina. Wow! He's a professional who prefers quiet and hides kindness inside. Really, he does. I, I, I'm just reading. He hides I, kindness. He hides kindness. He, he dislikes <laughs> a boisterous atmosphere. Often operates alone. He doesn't say much, but has a strong sense of responsibility as a member of the reborn band of the Hawk. Cares about his companions. He's especially considerate and warm so towards funny. Sonya. It's like a dating profile. Uh wow. And where did where did you find this? this I'm gonna have to look was, up some more of these. This was the um, some more of these profiles. You, I, I think you have the same book. It's the Berserk Official Guidebook. 
Berserk official. Oh, at the uh, wait, the guidebook. Yeah, I don't know what that is. You didn't get this? I thought we. I got... <laughs> no. I'll I'll have to send no, you a link. Guidebook? I'll send you a link to it. It's it was pretty cheap on Kindle. Guidebook. Yep, the official one. What the hell? You can probably just. So is it just, just like? It's on Amazon. What is it a guide? All the characters and what is it a guide to? Character, just characters. all it's like a glossary yeah. of all yeah. the uh-huh. of all the stuff. Yep. Wow. It's, okay. It's not very long. It's, I mean, it might actually be useful. Uh, I grabbed it because I knew we were going to be looking between the official translations and maybe fan translations, and I needed to make sure we had the right names for things. And then I just I gotcha. forgot that I forgot yeah, that, that makes I had sense. It, so. <laughs> yeah, I might. I might pick it up just because, like, it's it's very just a lot minimal. Of, just a lot of stuff, dudes, but it helps with the names. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just so I don't, I don't forget like backstories and stuff like that. I don't get them mixed up. But yeah. anyways, yeah. Oh, well, Mule, he is seventeen years old. Um, just so we, he's estimated to be seventeen anyway. That helps a little bit. Okay. All right. Well. Straight from the horse's mouth, I guess. Yep. Shit. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I guess, yeah, that, that, yeah. So that, that takes us to, uh, the next chapter here, which is, uh, Vandemian, which is a harbinger of things to come. And here we see a pretty interesting sight, which is Shirk in her, uh, her little maiden's outfit teaching Farnese the ways of magic and uh the way that she's doing it here involves an apple and she's sort of telling it to uh sort of sear the image of the apple into her mind and uh it's like i don't know it's just sort of like a beginner's exercise that she's using to um to teach farnese about magic um, she tells her magic is not accomplished merely by reciting a spell and drawing symbols it is the chaining of images in conjunction with those things that first yields efficacy. And uh, the essence of magic is the world of thought. So she's just imparting some imparting some philosophy to Farnes. <laughs> and um, so like Puck, um, Evil Era is her name, I believe. So she, this is Shirk says... It is practiced yes. in the astral world. You've already felt a portion of that, Farnese. And then it's just evil that we're going, I'm a portion. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's just so, Yeah, God. It's just, it's too much sometimes. This elf text is so small. It's super tiny. Like, I can barely see it. I can barely see it, dude. It's like, I almost feel like, because I'm, when I'm reading the digital scans, I'm doing it like, in like a full page way, I almost feel like I need to do it panel by panel sometimes, just because like some of these, I like some of these little asides and yeah. stuff are so small that it's like. I'll do panel by panel, and then I like the elf stuff, it. I'll just zoom in because when you zoom in, you actually the panel taking up a full page feels like the actual size of it, like it's been scaled down so much. Yeah. 
I just really, I really miss having the omnibus was so spoilery, even though that was for me like only volume one Jeez. through three. <laughs> the artwork God. was so yeah, large. I am... Oh, yeah, it was God so good. Like I definitely will own every omnibus at some point. Like that's going to happen before yeah. I die. <laughs> you gotta wait for them to release now uh, and be able to yeah, afford them just... at like 40 bucks a pop they're not cheap yeah I mean honestly I mean like if you're a fan of Berserk like it's worth it man like it's just oh yeah it's so nice I'm probably gonna go back and reread that first one like I no idea <laughs> it just looks so clear and crisp <laughs> uh... yeah I wish I I wish I had it still. I just, all I have now is just all the, like, the ten volumes I have that I checked out from the library before the world collapsed, and now I just, I have no, like, means to return them, so I just have them on my desk, just this giant stack of Berserk Yeah, I have, like, ten volumes in my (laughs) Kindle now, so I just have a bunch of digital ones. (laughs) Yeah. I should probably be pulling these up on the computer because they would probably be larger to read, but it's on my phone, so we we do what we gotta do. Um, as we have digressed mm-hmm. enough, uh, where are we at? We get... Yes, Farnese practicing with her apple. Casca just eats it. She takes it and eats the apple. Like, and she's chewing on... She's yes. chewing on the core. She's just gonna eat the whole dang thing. It's great. Yeah, continuing Casca's proud tradition of just putting shoving things in, things her, in mouth. her mouth. The the pearls were still my favorite. <laughs> just spitting them out. <laughs> yeah, that was very oh, good. Oh man. Uh, but Farnese, yeah, she, but, she, um, she looks at her 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 sword and is pondering mm-hmm. because they need a ship. They are stuck in this little coast town, and they need yeah. to get to Elfheim. Yeah, yeah. Elfheim is the uh, Elfheim is the destination, I guess, primarily because uh, Guts now believes that Casca um, can be cured once they get there. Is that it, or do, do they have other motivations for going there as well? Uh, it was a safe place to rest and to recuperate themselves as per pup originally okay i think that was the the reason okay i don't know they talked about that before they did tower of redemption kind of i think so that was oh that was already a couple weeks ago in our time i don't remember yeah this is a minute ago yeah, yeah. And then let's, um, yeah, they, let's jam a couple more cultures together when we get to the Vandemian estate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is some good architecture, Yeah, Vandemian coming back in a, uh, a big is, bad way here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is beautiful. It's colonnades and... Statuary, yeah. very nice. There's... This is so expensive looking. <laughs> their, co- their coat of arms, yeah. which we've seen before, is just a four-leaf clover. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. 
Yeah, straight up. Just like this is very like yeah, their the their vibe. Um it's very like Celtic. Yeah, it's Celtic inspired. Celtic and um Italian. Like oh yeah, I can see that. But then combined with like um is it Medici? Trying to think of the uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got the big poofy sleeves. Um, yeah, but no, I can, I can see what you're talking about the Roman, like, um, as far as like the the architecture. Yeah, goes, just yeah. to clarify, they're like they have all these classical, like they're this sweet library. I would love all the pillars I would love and whatnot. To have a library <laughs> like this, um, but it has like oh, bu- God, hell bus, yeah. bus of people and. Mm-hmm. arches this is like the other side of architecture appreciation that we saw in um flora's witch home but then you get this like just palatial estate and it's it's just like gorgeous and he's um lord van Diemen, he's reading like an illuminated manuscript the just a little all these little details um but <laughs> so Farnese's so your name is Farnese, okay? That's all right. That's a thing. But then her brother is uh, Mani- uh-huh. Manifico. Yeah, it's like God. All these guys. It's like Manifico, and, Giorgio, and po- Poliziano. 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 Like... <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> but they're the Vendimian. That's not a t- okay. Mm. Yeah. And Lord and um so the Lord Vandemian, his name is uh what is it here? His name is Federico, I believe. It might be. And then Farnese is Farnese do Vandemion. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's, but yeah it's this is all I um <laughs> it this is a lot. I mean I honestly um I was like barely able to keep track of what's going on here with all this stuff. Like just all the brothers and their sort of individual interests and how they align with those of like the, the various, the various uh, factions vying for power here. It's all like, it's a lot of uh, exposition crammed into a pretty small container here. Yeah. Uh, but I think I, I think I like I mostly I was mostly able to get the gist of it. But... Yeah, well, the, I mean the brothers are all vying for power uh, to take um uh, take af- take over the head of the family once their father is out of the picture. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're they're each they're um, each doing gets, their machinations um, and then trying to use Farnese as a pawn in part of this um, because she's come back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that gets and that gets elaborated upon uh, a little bit later yeah. uh, at the mm. ball, but we'll we'll get there. Um, I mean, the the, so... the next bit is like skippable. It's literally like weird bath scenes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what it's basically doing is Farnese is kind of the glue that's holding. So because she's t- she's been doing a very good job taking care of Casca, um, uh, keeping track of her, bathing her, protecting her, 
um, making it so that everyone else can kind of do their own their jobs also without having to worry unduly about Casca. Um, mm-hmm. And then showing that uh, Shirik is trying to step up and, and, and take care of some of that stuff too while um, Fanny's is away, but she's just, Kashka's too gonna do her own thing. Like, whatever. And then Shirik's too small to, like, stop her. Yeah. Yeah, she can't really get a hold on uh, on Casca. And yeah, you're right. It's like Farnese stepping up to the plate and taking some responsibility for Casca is taking a load off of the rest of the crew here. Most, you know, most notably guts because he, he really needs to feel like Casca is safe. Yeah. And, um, it seems like Farnese has earned his trust in, in that particular regard, which is why he, uh, decides to do what he does a little bit here. Yep. So we it, we will leave them with their weird Tom and Jerry hijinks jokes. Uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was too <laughs> it's, much. I didn't. It's I like, fine, fine. It's better. It's not really that notable. No, it's just weird. It's weird. Yeah. We'll skip it. Um, we get to Farnese yeah. getting another bath scene we didn't actually need. Um, but uh, she she's mm-hmm. worried about her her silver shirt and her her magic dagger, even though it's just a regular silver dagger. Um, mm. Because even though she's in her she's decked out in her new her well her not new but her family finery stuff rather than her like on the road clothes and armor, um, she she's she has a lot of importance um, placed on the symbols that she sees of what she's doing now with her, with her friends. Uh, but she's been um, approached now by her brother, Magnifico, uh, who's, who's giving her a, basically a proposition because her father shut her down. He's, uh, she asked him for a ship and he's just like, uh, how about no, you're just going to stay here now. Now, now that you've like sullied our name and you're running around, who knows where doing, who knows what, um, you're, you're staying home now. Um, but uh, Magnifico has some plans. Uh, he has some wheels he wants to set in motion, and he he gives Farnese a proposition, uh, basically amounting to if she goes along with his plan to tie two houses together, um, he'll make sure that her friends get a ship that they're looking for, and then that their stay in right. the city is like paid for. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this uh yeah, so Serpico comes back to uh deliver those items you mentioned back to the crew here. And um so guts guts pretty much intuits like generally what's going on here. And he essentially pretty quickly decides that uh, he's he's not too happy about this arrangement. And uh, what's the quote I'm looking for here? Um, God dang it. Ah, I can't find it. But anyways, so yeah. So... The, uh, <laughs> The, the gist is that uh, Serpico comes back and they uh, they basically 
they understand that Farnese is like she's gone now, like she's back with her family. Yeah, and they they accidentally, I mean, it, it technically is an accident, but the um the parchment with like the promises gets burned up, so they have to go get her anyway. <laughs> yeah, doesn't um doesn't like doesn't Casca throw it in the fire? I think so. Yeah, she like accidentally drops it in or something. But um, they send uh, or yeah. guts sends um uh puck and um yeah the elves the Valencia <laughs> whatever i don't know why i can remember her name they say Evalera. Evalera, yeah they sa- he sends them on a recon mission because pretty much no one can see them generally uh and to go see right. what, what farnese is up to and they find out that the man with the nicest haircut in this world um maybe it's a wig we don't know but uh <laughs> he's he's been uh, betrothed uh, or I guess Farnese has been been betrothed to him uh, because he is a, a naval officer uh, in a well-to-do position and uh, of the the Chateaufin family, and it would put um, Magnifico in a, a very high position within the family if he were the one that were to have arranged this um, this marriage. And he's like yes, super Chateaufin. Yes. Uh... Um, and he is an officer of the Ith Navy. I think it's the eleventh. Uh, it's probably the. I. Oh, is the eleventh? I. You know what? I can't. I wouldn't even be able to. Get, I want to say eleventh, but it also could be Ith. I mean, honestly, eleventh would make a lot more sense. I. I mean, but I don't know. I didn't look it up. But uh, we'll go with the eleventh Navy. Okay. Eith. No, no, no. Wow. It, it, no, it needs to be it, it needs to be Eith because uh oh, Magnifico says Roderick is an old friend from my college days. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's third in line to the royal throne of the Eith and a ship's captain in the Eith Navy. Okay. That makes more sense now. Okay, so it is yes, Eith. It is then? Eith. We're going with Eith. Okay, good. Now I don't feel like such a dummy. But what is this? this oh wait, 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 wait! Hang something. on, hang on, hang go on. Ahead, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. Um, so I'm on the Berserk Wiki. I searched for ETH, and um, it says here that ETH is a is a mistranslation of East by Dark Horse. Um, okay, so East. Uh, uh, east like east east like east like y s um east is a myth uh, a mythical country um that has been made popular in other narrative fictions and in, in particular all of the east mm-hmm. um uh video, video games. game series but they also made an animated version uh it's basically about a like a floating island it's it's like the popular culture yeah. image of that it's very strong that make that makes east a lot of is sense. Uh, also the name east is also the name of uh one of my favorite albums of all time by joanna newsom so there you go there we go <laughs> glad we we went from 11th to east yes 
<laughs> we got it. We got it figured out. I'm glad we cleared that. And up. this guy also looks like <laughs> Ralph. Oh god! <laughs> it's just in like a couple of his images. There's one where he grabs Funnies and he's like, "You are oh, interesting," god. and he definitely looks like he has big Wreck-It Ralph vibes. <laughs> yeah, I completely see what you mean. That's hilarious. Oh, I'll never be able to unsee it. Never be able to unsee it. Jesus. Yeah, and Roderick, his hair is magnificent. It's, it's right. really good he's hair. He's got that... Um, it's like a Gaston hair. He's got that dark, that Casca hair. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, like that, only, it's just like, inky. It's like he and Casca have that, just that... Yeah, just that, like, that lovingly shaded, like, black and white, like... This, yeah, uh, this guy uses some it just, it good looks conditioner. It so, looks so silky smooth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he uses Pantene Pro-V. <laughs> yes, that's what they have on the floating island of East. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's good, um... Yes, so the 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 elves return to um, report their findings about her being engaged, and this is where Casca she's like using the <laughs> she's sitting by the fire and using the um uh the promise the promissory note like as a whistle. She's like blowing through it, and then yeah. she just chucks she... it in the fire. Yeah, she does that, and then she also looks through it like a telescope, <laughs> yes. and then just, like, tosses it in the fireplace. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, this is this is the point at which Guts is just like, yeah, we're just, we're not, we're not doing this whole deal here. Uh, his quote is, uh, he says, if the price for a ship is Casca's babysitter and good food, it just ain't much of a deal. <laughs> Yeah, because everyone kind of sucks at cooking except for um, Serpico. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Pretty much lays it out on the table there. Yes, that brings us to the end of the chapter and the next chapter, Mother. Mother. Mm-hmm. Appropriately titled. Mm-hmm. I think this is our first time uh, meeting Farnese's mother, isn't it? I think so, too. She may have been, like, in a flashback, yeah. but I don't think it was um, overtly. Yeah, uh, I know Dad was in the flashback, but was, I don't remember but, her mom being there. But Farney's mom is, like, awesome. She may be my next new favorite character. Yeah. There's some, there's oh, some drabble with uh, cool. Serpigo doesn't really matter it's just them going like it's it's her trying to find her conviction in in making this trade uh and leaving the her, yeah her she's beating herself th- she is she's not happy yeah, with this this is not going the way that you know i mean no. she wanted it to do but she's been afraid of her father um a mother shows up uh with her entourage of dandy dandy boys <laughs> And, um, yeah, I think that I like her mother so much, mostly because she feels like the most, uh, realized, um, 
woman as a character that has like a full agency. She's gonna do whatever she wants. Like and she's not like brooking mm. anything from anyone else. So in a way she feels yeah. a little bit like um, yeah, I mean, the that's... queen. But the queen like just was going about things a little bit off. Yeah. And was headbutting against Griffith. And yeah, got, I mean, like, you're right. It's burned alive. Uh, yeah, any um, any female character that is sort of like, I know we use this word all the time, but like operating with some level of agency is uh is a welcome is a welcome addition to to Berserk. Yes, for sure. So she can she'll join the the group of like Nina. Nina, right? <laughs> um oh what's um uh what was the name of the woman who uh who gave everyone the pearls what was her name luca Lu- okay dang it luca so maybe nina has the poofy hair no that's yeah. irene nina was the nina was the little blonde heretic girl <laughs> nina has the poofy hair okay so yes yeah luca luca is yes luca good and she just runs off into yes. danger with with no um no personal sense of like she's not worried about herself because all of her worry and all of her strength is directed at protecting her um her family her group of friends and, and her ladies um that's that's mm-hmm. good because she's able to do it too versus like doing something and then like failing because you weren't taking everything into consideration she seems like she's just she's gonna do she's capable and she'll do the thing because she said she's gonna do it that's like a good a good trait and a good thing to see when it like works and uh, by extension uh mother here uh the the lady vendimian um (laughs) she has the i think the power to do the things that she needs to get done and the and the personal like wherewithal to not be she's not an accessory she's not a trophy wife she's there in like equal measure to um or maybe more uh th- than uh, the lord vendimian yeah she's sort of like obviously i don't know how this is going to play out but it definitely seems like she's here to sort of um throw a monkey wrench into Minifico's plan here um you know cuz she's not She's not supposed to know about this, about this whole arrangement. Um, in fact, it's like you get the impression that she hasn't, she hasn't been around for a while. No, she says she hasn't. Um, She's like, I, so, I can't divide the cold. I've yeah. been sailing around the islands in my yacht. You know, <laughs> she, she's she's still hoity-toity because she's rich, but um, she's at least like mm-hmm. she's she's trying to do well for her daughter, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like the only one trying to do well, that it's, at this it's, point it's, it's these, these <laughs> within this are, family. Well, they're they're clearly patriarchy. Like she, her, yeah, her power, yeah. I think, is in her own sphere. Maybe not, maybe not as strong within the entirety of the Vendimians, but she has her own like entourage and her own. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's also why she's out doing her own thing because she just doesn't want to be around her husband. I don't know. <gasps> Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she she does seem like she's probably the only person within the family who is thinking of Farnese's best interest at all. Because Farnese, I mean, like part of the reason she's not really happy to be back is like she's not in good standing within this family <laughs> at all. No, you know, I mean, well, she's she's she never kind been, of she's been never like really has been. Child is for yeah, she's. I mean, she, she right. She's she's the demon child who burned down the mansion or what have you but also she's like the leader of the holy iron chain knights that were just like that just completely and utterly failed in their mission <laughs> the whole thing were, was destroyed like, summarily slaughtered most just like they, they was under their yeah. protection and was was um killed so yeah <laughs> yeah like completely annihilated so she's like she she's back but like she doesn't have she's not in good standing and she doesn't really she doesn't have any any particular like influence doesn't seem like no so she's no well that's why she's she's in a bad way yeah, well that's why azan uh, is running around destitute because he's he's the one that had to like go deliver the news by himself and then just probably got yeah. like removed mm-hmm. from office for doing that like, I think the armor is his, but he's <laughs> stripped of the Holy Iron Chain Order stuff. That's just his, like, old right, armor yeah. knight. I mean, Bridge He's just sort armor. of, like, cosplaying as a... Yeah. Wait, I think he's still a knight. Yeah, he's, he's just, just sort of doing, like, knight cosplay. Yeah. He doesn't have anyone to serve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Farnese, uh, there's, like, this very, like... <laughs> there's, like, this very quietly sad, devastating panel where... Her mother asks her like how she feels about being engaged to Roderick, and Farnese says uh, he kindly used the word "interesting" to describe me, <laughs> and she's just sort of like looking down, forlorn. It's just like, oof, interesting, huh? Well, you know, I mean, any, to, to it's like when you, else it's like when your friend, her uh, demon child. So to her, at least yeah, that was like not unkind but that's not like a it's not it a is but like either. you know how people <laughs> no it's like how people uh isn't that you're like you're when your friend quaint. makes like yeah it's like when your friend makes a makes like a bad student film and shows it to you and you're just like huh it was interesting yeah so, yeah. Yeah, so, so what did you it's think like, was oof. it great Oh yeah, you got you got something there. That's that's something. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but anyways, I just I felt bad for Farnese. When she's like lawn, she's like even longing though I, after. Even guts. though I shouldn't. It it is actually weird. Yeah, it is actually weird that uh, like I feel bad for Farnese at this point because it's like sometimes I do have to remind myself she is like a vile murderer <laughs> or at least she was you know what i mean she, like she burned a lot of people <laughs> she was yeah yeah but now but it's like now she's so um she's so lost and she's so downtrodden and it seems like she's sort of had a i don't know like a spiritual realignment of some sort that like i can't help but um I can't help but root for her in a certain way. Well, I mean, she, it's not like she doesn't realize she was doing something wrong. And that's 
part of the of her character yeah. growth is they is recognizing that you need to atone for something you've done something bad try to make up for it do something positive um you can't you can't undo all of the harm you've caused but you can try to do make something of your life because mm-hmm. you're still out you're still alive uh do something with it uh and that's what she's been trying yeah. to find and it's also the fact that she yeah right and it's also the fact that you know she wasn't um like becoming the leader of the the knights of the holy iron chain it was it was something that was very much like thrust upon yeah, yeah. her it's, you know it wasn't was like sent she away was to a convent that's like it wasn't like she was just happened. uh <laughs> correct yeah it's like she was thrown into this like figurehead position and it, it wasn't like she was just some like power hungry maniac who uh was like looking for a position that would allow her to like slaughter people it wasn't like that you know it's she's uh she's not the same as somebody like griffith you know yeah and no one is no no one's as bad as him <laughs> griffith uh. griffith um but yeah, anyways, lots of it's a familial intrigue here. Yeah, and we and we get some really good notes on um uh Lady Vendimian like basically letting Farnese know that her father is like afraid of Farnese, and it's why he's pulled her in close again, because then he can like keep an eye on her. Uh yes. And mm-hmm. that and that gives Farnese a measure of power that she didn't realize that she had. Um, she's she's personally afraid of her father, but didn't realize it was a two way street. Yeah, and her mother is like, her mother is very direct in the way that she's telling her this, like disarmingly so. Like she tells her, uh, "You were raised all alone, like some beast of the field, never experiencing a parent's warmth or the world of man, and you're." Heart is naked, not clad in any shell. When it comes to your feelings, you are artistic. So much so that you can't abide this world. It's like, what a wild thing to hear from your mother, you know? It's like, you were raised all alone like a beast of the field. <laughs> like, Jesus, She's like, You're like a baby. A I baby wonder what that speech crying and shouting for all it's worth. It's like, Wow. Way to just throw, it's like wow. That, I mean, maybe if you were around more, <laughs> this wouldn't happen. Yeah, jeez. Why don't you tell me how you really feel? Oh, and then she's like, "I don't exactly remember raising you as such, but as a mother, I'm proud to have a daughter like you." Uh, <laughs> probably because you didn't raise her. I mean, I don't. I mean, she didn't so, really. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> Farnese's whole thing was that she was like a hellion because her parents were always gone. Yeah, and she was just she like. Was just, trying to like do make do with what she had she was alone and an only basically an only child i mean yeah her brothers were doing their thing but she's not in line for succession so she was just left yeah. to like terrorize the servants and burn people. yeah we yeah. can't forget about that she burned a lot of people yeah naturally wow. 
my favorite though is like we could all do this panel and then at the very end um serpico is just you know he's, he's a servant so he's just chilling like nearby uh, and he's just like what a thing to say <laughs> her mother's just laying it down and he's yeah. just going wow yeah serpico's reaction is very similar it's, ours. it's he's us <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah but it all boils down to finding out that Magnifico um, is hatching a plan, and Mommy is not not having it. Um, she's going to accompany Farnese to this gala, this ball, and meet the um, the fiance and kind of see mm. what's going on. But uh, yeah, not alone because the entire entourage, Guts and company, are now uh they're literally just trailing right along after the carriage <laughs> bearing Farnies to this uh, super decadent um they just went ham on the architecture uh designs for the interior of these this ballroom this is so good <laughs> yeah really good yeah it's insane it's good yeah cuz I, I mean Kentaro, he hasn't really gotten to draw this kind of no, he's thing. He's been drawing like dilapidated in a while. Like, busted up stuff. And like, here's this opulence, this decadence uh, in full bloom. Uh, even as the world around it burns. Yeah, exactly. And there's like paint. There's like, yeah, and there's like paintings on the ceilings, you know, to bring it back to that like Italian yeah. influence. Yeah, this is good stuff. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and there's because it's the um, it's a joining of a lot of people because everyone's fighting the Kushan. Uh, there's like people aligning themselves with Shooter, and then the Last Lords of Midland. Uh, it's all, this is where it just hammers in all the polit- the the politicking. It's um, it's good, but it's a little too yeah. wordy. Like, there's a lot going on. Uh, Sir Owen has been sent here to, like, it's... spy on things um, from uh, Lord... I don't remember his name. He's got the nice beard. And a good hat. <laughs> Lord Nicebeard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is all... I Like I said, I... It's... This is just, like, a lot... It's, like, a very dense dump of, like, political intrigue. Um, just like, there's a lot of characters here that we either don't know or we, barely yeah, we know. Don't, we don't know almost any of these. Um, uh, Lord, uh, Sir Laban is who I was referring to because there's a big picture of him in the clouds. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> in two pages with, uh, with him going like, Sir Laban, where are you? Did you manage to safely infiltrate Wyndham? He's just imagining him in the clouds. <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, everyone's holding that guy uh, in like, yeah. little regard because he, you know, Midland is crushed, so he's a knight of a dead kingdom. Um, and this is uh, basically uh, Magnifico and Roland Roderick, whatever this guy's name is, um, basically just laying out their plan. Uh, and saying that like all the the future basically lies in being able to conquer the seas this this is the great like expansion um they're they're leaning super hard yeah. on italy uh comparisons at this point 
and um oh yeah mm-hmm. yep and it's it's that that age of age of uh the ocean age of man but they don't realize they're in the age of darkness yeah <laughs> good luck boys <laughs> good luck yeah indeed yeah you're right it's like roderick sort of um he he sort of wants to like discover uh uncharted lands by sea yeah um but he he feels like he can't really do that because of um his homeland east they have sort of like a they have like an isolationist bent to them and he just he he can't really do that and so he's hoping that um he's hoping that this whole arrangement with uh, the Vandemian family is going to help, is going to allow him to greater freedom to do so. Yeah, he, he has the, that, that he was, has like, the, the um, the goods. He just needs to like the money, I think. Like the, like more, more financial yeah. backing, uh, to, he has like the, mm-hmm. the, the vehicles. He just needs the funding. So it's a very Portugal, Spain, Italy kind of <laughs> like they're playing around with some some stuff yeah there. and um yeah and um with regards to the funding uh one of Farnese's brothers this would be um Giorgio uh he is the the joint manager of the Vandemian Bank um who is apparently the Vandemian Bank is is backing apparently a, a few of these uh these nations yeah um and their their common goal uh, insofar as they have one is that they are um like they're they're allied against the the kushan that that seems to be like that's the little bit of glue that's holding people together they, uh, yeah that's like yeah yeah because remember the vandemian family has been backing like all the inquisition and all of the um the the refugee relief efforts like they were putting the money into all that so the Vandemian's coffers are huge like whatever their estate is is like yeah. enormous they're funding like other nations yeah to do things <laughs> yeah they're insanely rich yeah yeah and this basically they're ba- yeah they're ensuring that by just throwing all their money around. Uh, to all these different nations that it's like whoever it's like if anyone if any any one of these groups is able to um like defeat the kushan it's like there the vandemian family is going to be like in a in a prime spot because of like uh because of their their financial backing like their allyship with 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 whoever does that yeah no, it'll um this will all be it's yeah, interesting. It's just like it's a it, lot it, of it plays out it plays out slowly <laughs> yeah. and I don't remember this like digging further than like this. Like I think this is the level it kind of stays at. Um mm-hmm. so we get uh the Lady Vendimian rolling up to her, her boy Magnifico and she's just she's like You you're just like your father when he was younger. You should watch out for that. <laughs> and also watch out for your sister because when she looks like she's being submissive, um, that's probably a bad time for whoever thinks they're controlling her. 
Yeah. Yeah, and um, her arrival is <laughs> so she like totally is quite a surprise. Yeah, and she throws it down uh, on Serpico as well. It's pretty pretty rude. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, she's, she's, um, she's, yeah. Jo- um, Ma- Magnifico is just like <laughs> his face when he sees his mom. He's just like, oh, oh shit, mother, mother, I'm mother. I can't stop sweating, mother. <laughs> Yeah, there's like, there's like, yeah, there's like, uh, sweat drops on him in every. Panel. There's like several panels in a row. Where, yeah, there's just like several panels in a row. He's just like, mother, how did? When did you get here? Where did you hear that, mother? <laughs> it's like, he's just like not not at all ready, and she's so, the way that she's sort of nonchalantly steps in. You heard it from father? Oh, your your father shouldn't know about this. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just a bunch of like mm. scheming, and he's just caught up in it. It's great. Um, but yeah, but then she's just talking to Serpico. She's like, "Oh, you've been in her service for more than a decade, uh, alongside Farnese. Really? Then you must be pretty warped as well." <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> oh. Owned. Yep. And then of course Serpico's just like, "Oh, she's pretty smart." <laughs> Quite astute. Thankfully, that's the end of the politicking, and we get back to, well, there's not really any action, actually. It's the colonnade chapter, and the crew makes it into the under chambers of the estate. And it's super foggy, Mm -hmm. and there is, oh, look, it's Ava, the queen of the king's pet. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's an invisible mist tiger. Somewhere in in the mist in the underworld. Yeah, yeah. They um, she she left her twin at home though mm-hmm. in the frigid <laughs> outskirts. Yes. Oh, it's good. It's good. Um, yeah, they're trying to see if they can get into the estate to rescue Farnese or get just meet up with her because Serpico gave um some thought transference to Shirk and said he'd be waiting for them at the rear entrance to let them in. Mm-hmm ostensibly that does not seem to be the case because he's so are they sorry sorry one second yeah um so are we to understand that the reason that she's able to receive these thoughts from serpico because he still has the little the hair tied around his finger or whatever yeah like wasn't that a thing yes as long as they were able as long as you have the hair because they had the and um farnese had had taken her taken hers off good Right, gotcha. Just wanted to make sure yeah. I understood the mechanics yes, of what was happening. As long happening as he's here. possessing that strand of hair um, charm, then he can do the thought transmission. Right. Okay. But, uh, oh, so we get uh, it's it's this <laughs> another sweet flexing of let's draw some cool architecture of these colonnades, and then also some nice ex- exposition. Mm-hmm. This colonnade chamber was at one point in history Kushan territory. When this land was won back from them, it seems one part of their palace was preserved as a victory monument. Um, and so the Vendimians bit the, built their estate over this um, Kushan uh, bit of a palace. So that's why it's so huge. And we know there's some... So yeah, when... And, uh, when in the next yeah. in the next panel, we have Serpico saying, "I apologize for calling you over here. You can see the hair wrapped around his finger 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like very faint, but I can yep. see it. Yeah, you're right. It's as faint as his eyes because he's pick up on that the first time. He's now opened his eyes, so something's serious. <laughs> you know it's about to go mm-hmm. down. Um, but yeah, he doesn't. He does not want this. Uh, this rescue mission to to go through with it, and this is really like the Kentaro has been. Um, very not so subtly hinting at some broiling tensions between Guts and Serpico for quite a while here. No, it's never. Um, yeah, it was. So it was just not at all a surprise to me that. Uh, well, yeah, because doesn't Serpico say at one time? Doesn't he say something like, uh, "Oh, I'm just imagining what it would be like if I cut your head off or something like yeah. that." Yeah. Um. But yeah, so this there. Uh, their conflict, as it, uh, as it comes to Farnese, it, um, it, it's coming to a head here. Um, and that's that's where we leave off, to be continued for Volume 30. Yes, although we do get Guts chopping a pillar in half. Because we have to. Yep. But that's that's <laughs> that's literally yeah, the last of panel. Room to maneuver here, yeah. yeah. Which, because of uh, of course, yeah. um, Serpico has chosen his his fights carefully as he as he likes to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like when he fought guts on the ledge because uh, it was harder for him to swing his big sword. He deliberately chose this arena because the pillars are supposed uh, going to get in guts' way, but guts, <laughs> guts just cut through them. <laughs> guts has a very easy solution for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a. What a cliffhanger. Oh, yep. you did it to us again. That's fine. We'll be, mm-hmm. we'll be back Just next leave time. Leave us wanting more. 30 and 31. That's how we roll. We will. All right. That wraps us up. We did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for taking the time to listen. You can find me on Twitter. At Sentinel underscore plus, you can find the Berserk pod on Twitter. Also, at Berserk underscore pod. I had to look that up. That's silly. And Nick, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Strenuous Orb. All right. And you can find our... Our illustrious and ever-hidden musician, our provider of our sweet tunes, uh, at Jake underscore Lionheart. He's usually available for commissions. I mean, he's probably not going to say no. Uh, He does good work. If you like sort of hip-hop, electronica, raps, uh, it's all good. Nerdcore, I guess, is the classification. It's good stuff. He's done... Sure. Um, yeah. He's done uh, a Sekiro album, a Dark Souls album, a um, Bloodborne album, a Meiko Kaji album. Uh, mm-hmm. He's doing critical stuff for like Critical Role fan album. He's got a lot of a lot of irons in the fire, but uh, he'll also he's not above doing some sweet um, intro, outro, and. Uh, intermission tunes so check out his stuff uh, the links yes. will be on the notes um he has a band camp so check that out too and without further ado we'll send you off with some tunes from jake lionheart <laughs>
Bye-bye, y'all. Later.